What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So the first nuclear bomb of the offseason has dropped. Jacob deGrom has signed a five-year deal with the Texas Rangers. It's a five-year, $185 million guarantee with a full no-trade clause. Jacob deGrom to the Texas Rangers. I don't think anybody saw this coming. And deGrom is not going to be back in New York. He's going down to Arlington, Texas, to a team that is not very good, but a team that has made a lot of splashes over the past 12 months. Just this time last year, they're signing Corey Seager, Marcus Semyon, and John Gray. Now they go ahead and add Jacob deGrom, who is the best pitcher in baseball when he's healthy. This is a very, very big deal because DeGrom has had a lot of question marks surrounding his health in recent years. And now to give him a five-year deal, I think this was just too rich for other teams, including the Mets, to match. I don't think anyone was going to match that offer if they were uh, privy to, or if they weren't willing to take the risk. Let me just put it that way. The Rangers are willing to take that risk. You know, maybe they're hoping they can get three good years out of DeGrom. And if the last two are not as good, then it is what it is. But a five-year, $185 million deal, he's headed to Texas. This is interesting because, like I said, the Rangers aren't particularly good yet. But they're trying to buy their way back to relevance. And this is how you do it. If you go out there and you just buy the best names on the market, you'll start to win games. That's for sure. You'll start to win games and you'll become more relevant. But this hinges so much on Jacob DeGrom's health. It's been it's been an issue. So, I mean, let's let's kind of wind back the clock. Right. So Jacob deGrom was a ninth round pick in 2010, and he didn't reach the majors until just shy of his 26th birthday in 2014. And he immediately cemented himself as one of the game's top pitchers. So he was NL rookie of the year and kicked off his career. Two six nine ERA in his first 22 starts that kicked off his career as one of the league's best pitchers. And each of the next three seasons, he posted an ERA between 2.54 and 3.53, and he got some down-ballot Cy Young support. And he was already a borderline ace at this time, but then he just took his game to new heights in 2018. So 2018 is when he just popped off. He threw 217 innings with an MLB best 1.70 ERA, and that secured him his first Cy Young. So the Mets then signed him to a $120.5 million extension after that season, and he followed it up by repeating as Cy Young in the National League with a 2.43 over 204 innings. So that was 2018-2019, back-to-back Cy Young campaigns. Then he had another dominant season in the pandemic-shortened 2020 season and got off to one of the greatest first halves in history in 2021. So we're talking about a Solid stretch here. 2018 Cy Young. 2019 Cy Young. 2020, great season in the pandemic-shortened year. 2021, first half of the season, absolutely electric. I mean, through the first 15 starts of 2021, he had a 1.08 ERA. But then that's when the injuries started to appear. So he was on the injured list for forearm tightness right around the All-Star break. And initially, they didn't expect him to have an extended absence, but he would wind up missing the remainder of the season. So that September, the Mets 
announced that he had been dealing with a low-grade UCL tear. And that's eyebrow-raising because this is a guy who's had Tommy John surgery before. This before he made his MLB debut. And the fact that the Mets president was saying that is, is very concerning. But DeGrom himself refuted that and said his ligament was perfectly fine. So after a full offseason... He was expected to return in 2022, but then late in spring training, DeGrom felt some soreness during a throwing program between starts, and he was diagnosed with a stress reaction in his scapula, and he was shut down again. So that injury wound up costing him the first four months of this past season. By the time he returned to the mound in early August, more than a full calendar year had gone by for DeGrom. So with that kind of layoff, you probably would have expected him to show some signs of rust, but instead he returned to his peak self. He was immediately dominating again. He was averaging 99 miles an hour on his fastball and 93 miles an hour on his cutter slash slider. So, I mean, DeGrom was filthy this year when he was on. But, I mean, he it was a small sample size, just a few outings. So, you know, he had a three-homer outing in Atlanta to end his season, which kicked his ERA up to 3.08 in his abbreviated season. But if, if you look at all the other starts, he was really good. He was really sharp. So there's little doubt that when he's healthy, he's capable of performing at his top level. But that's the big question mark, if healthy. The injuries have started to pop up. And as far as age, I mean, Jacob deGrom now is in his mid-30s. He is 34. So He's someone who's starting to get up there. I think the Mets are just being logical here. And they're realizing, hey, we got this guy for his best years. We're happy it happened. We're glad that he he was a Mets legend. But now it's time for us to wash our hands of this before it explodes. I think it's a very smart move by the Mets. Let somebody else take the risk. For a team like Texas, there's not much downside to this because, yes, they're paying a ton of money, but what's going to happen if it doesn't work out? They're going to stay at the bottom of the division? I mean, <laughs> there's only there's nowhere to go but up for the Rangers. There's not much downside, so it works out really well for them. Whereas the Mets, this is a playoff team. So there is a lot of downside if they if they blow, you know, they get, get a bloated payroll and hamper their flexibility because they're paying someone who's damaged goods. I'm not saying he's damaged goods right now, but, you know, Hopefully, you know, knock on wood, hopefully he stays healthy, but it could turn out that way if if things flare up and he misses another calendar year like he just did. So Jacob deGrom is heading down to Arlington, Texas. He's going to get his bag. You know, this significantly tops the prediction. The prediction from MLB Trade Rumors was three years, $135 million, five years, 185. I mean, that's an offer that deGrom could not refuse. So... As for the Rangers, you know, they had a 68-win season. There's still plenty of work done to turn things around in a difficult AL West. You know, they have Bruce Bochy managing that team now. And, you know, they're they're heading into the first full season of that. With Bruce Bochy and, you know, their, their, I think, their GM, Chris Young, former MLB pitcher, Chris Young. So they're trying to break what's been a six-year playoff drought. So at least the Mets will receive modest, modest compensation for losing DeGrom you know, because they made him a qualifying offer at the start of the offseason. He rejected that. 
they're going to receive a comp pick in the draft. So, yeah, it's going to be a pick after the fourth round of next year's draft. So be, the reason it's it's not a first-round comp pick, like the one between rounds one and two, is because the Mets paid luxury tax in 2022. So they're already spending a lot of money on high-profile players, so it's going to be the lowest-value comp pick. That is the big news that that's coming out of the baseball world right now. You know, we're just going to keep it at that. There's a lot other... I think so. The way free agency works is that when the first domino falls, somebody sets the market, and then the other dominoes continue to fall. I think this is a big domino that's fallen because it's a big number. It's a big salary number. People are going to say, okay, well, um, you know, Jacob deGrom, this is this is a guy making you know, $37.5 million a year now for the next five years at the age of 34. Well, now what's Verlander going to ask for? I mean, Verlander is going to, he's going to want at least 40 a year. Minimum, because I mean, Verlander's already talking about the Scherzer deal as a as a comparison. Verlander was what three years, one thirty. So apparently, Verlander and the Astros are at are at a bit of a standstill right now because they're not trying to go for three years. But Verlander wants a three year deal. But now the fact that Degrom, at thirty four years old, got a five year deal with his injury history, I think you know there there are going to be other guys now getting these high dollar amounts it's it's inevitable that's just the way it works he has set the market he set the market absolutely i said 37 and a half sorry 37 i don't know that was bad math by me 37 million a year for jacob de Grom. so this this is about to get interesting we'll see what happens with the rest of the market but this is this is a big one that's going to do it for today folks if you enjoyed this please share it with someone who'd be interested and we'll see you next time on baseball connection